If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube. For exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2,200 exclusive posts, go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Links in description. This is actually TSR primetime. Now, we were supposed to... We were supposed to uh, be on uh, yesterday, uh, but I ran into a few little snags, and and I had my I had my fantasy football draft, uh, which I which I damn near missed. But uh, we're here now; uh, it's all good. Uh, I am joined, of course, uh, by Kevin Sabo, uh, the um, <clears throat> the actor and director responsible for the Adventures of Sabo uh, coming to a theater near you. What's going on, Kev? What's going on, everybody? Yeah, man. Um, so talk about so you made an appearance on my show last week. Talk a little bit about what things have been like since you were on the show. I mean, obviously your life hasn't changed too much, but what kind of things are what kind of things are you gonna be working on here in the in the not too distant future? Just so just to give people a reason to hey, you know, get on over and subscribe to this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Please come over to Sabo Central. We do the Adventures of Sabo show, which is like this happening in the manosphere. It's a series that I'm working on that I wanted to turn into this red pill expendables where each episode could feature a red pill guy from YouTube that's never acted before. And it's kind of just a little treat for the audience, like whichever audience digs it. And then Sabo Central is being rebranded into a red pill channel. Ah. It kind of stemmed from actually, you know, funny thing you don't realize is um, I used to do movie reviews and video game reviews on that channel. Huh. And that put me in touch with how deeply disturbed like the YouTube gaming comment section people yes. are and so yes. i i mean i wish i had a more flattering way to put it off top but you know i stagger sometimes when i'm improvising and i would do these streams and little by little you know i'm the guy that you know can get himself laid who has a social life who does fine for himself with women but i can enjoy some video games once in a blue and and sure. i'm creative enough to do video game commentary so it was a little hobby but then little by little, my audiences would be my audience members would be reaching out to me saying, like, you know, I don't understand how you have this gaming channel and you're the video game guy just like we are. But like we can't get out of our mother's basements and we can't get ourselves laid and we're socially what? awkward. Whoa, so that's wait a that's, minute. Are you kidding me with that? Like you've never so, told me that. Right. So that's when I started giving advice on YouTube because I started thinking to myself, OK, this is kind of like. This this is this is sort of unfair that like I maybe I kind of was where these guys were. There was a point where I was more into video games than into girls and I didn't have much of a social life. And maybe I had more friends on Skype than I had in person. But, you know, you grow up and you become socially equipped and you get out in the world sure. and, and you work out in the world and the various different things that I've done. And I'm like, I feel like this is the perfect audience to get some advice on how to better their confidence as men and then how to become men. Cause right now they're still just kind of video game kids. What backfired on me and what made me want to rebrand the channel into a red pill, more RP content related channel is I didn't realize the difference between guys that are that, that realize they kind of need help and right. guys that are just sort of getting the advice shoved in their face, you know? Yeah. And, and it, so um, yeah, it, it head over to Savo central. We're doing a, we're doing a lot more red pill content over there. Um, eventually I'd like to have a channel for, for every form of content that I do. Okay. Um, but we'll, we'll start dividing up that niche a little good, bit. Good, good. Very good. Uh, a couple of, a uh, couple of, uh, quick things. Um, I actually, I actually just opened up the, uh, actually got these, uh, a few days ago. Uh, so I'll go ahead and show this to the audience. Now here's the thing. These are, uh, these are stripper heels, right? They're lace up stripper heels. Dev has, dude, she has long, beautiful legs. Uh, just so you guys know what they look like, uh, these are the black ones that she, oops, 
These are the black ones that she has. Let me just uh, put these on. Oh, it's not going to let me. Okay, I don't know what's not going to let me do that. But um, here's the thing. The dilemma that I am in is that we actually have Olivia over tonight. Uh, Olivia had some family stuff happen last night, and so uh, she's going to be spending the night spending the night here. She's actually downstairs uh, watching a movie with Dev, and so you know me, I'm trying to you know I'm trying to get it in. I'm trying to I'm trying to fuck, but like when Olivia's here, it's like okay, now she's 13 years old, so she knows what's going on, or at least I would like to think that she knows or doesn't know what's going on. So I want to I want to try to keep her innocence for as much as possible. However, um, so that that's the quandary that I'm in. I don't know whether I don't really know if we should get it in tonight. Either you gotta way, fuck like ninjas. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, man. So this is what. Uh, oh boy, that's really big. Hang on a second. All right, hang on. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> so this is what uh, this is what they look like. There, of course, is our dog Daisy. So this is what they look like. They're they're beautiful. Devin has you know she's got pretty feet, nice legs. Blah 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 blah. Uh, just replace all the black with the pink. Something else we got in, something else we got in are these uh, custom earrings. Custom earrings, that's right. It has, oh, you know what? I'm going to open it just so that you guys can see the name that is in these custom earrings. Now, you guys know that my birth name is uh, Edwin Alexander Hopkins Jr. And uh, most people who know me uh, out in the real world and not in YouTube land or content creator land, they call me Alex. And so Dev always tries to come up with new ways to try to mark herself as a taken woman. Well, Alex used to be primarily a boy's name, but now it is a unisex name. So she went and ordered these earrings with the name Donovan in them. So when we go places, uh, people are going to know, oh, wow, she's got the name Donovan in her earrings. We actually got her some of these. I don't know if you can see that. That also says Donovan. So, listen, man, it is very, very important uh, that you not only mark your woman as your territory, but your woman has to mark herself as your territory. That's really kind of what it comes down to. Devin's not trying to entertain anybody. She wants to let everybody know I'm with this guy because Alex is a unisex name. Uh, she decided to go with Donovan. So uh, shout out to Dev for that. Your thoughts on that, Kev? I think all the Savo girls at one point or another, or the girls dating the Savo brothers, had some of our apparel. My brothers used to make T-shirts that had our names on it or our album covers, and we would either do that or we'd make them wear Penguins jerseys. Oh, you guys are Penguins fans. And Penguins fans, so we would make them wear Penguins jersey, and that was like that was like a Savo woman thing. And then my dad used to make uh, Penguins jerseys custom made that had Savo on the back of the jersey instead of a, a player's name. Oh, I love it! I love it. Yeah, I used to be I used to be a jersey. Uh, I used to be a jersey wearer, but not so much anymore. Um, when I got older than the athletes that I used to root for, I said, okay, this is kind of weird, so I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah, does Texas Dom ever tell you the way people look at him and his woman in public, some of the things that with the way they live their life? No, no, he has not. He's got, he's got funny bits from uh, – he's got funny bits where he talks about, like, his wife, like, going to hand him a glass but, like, kissing it before she hands it to him, like, getting wow. him a drink. And he's like – he says, he's like, that'll bug some people out. That'll bug some feminists out when they yeah. when they see – I love that guy, by the way. I'm glad you're associated with oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, Texas Dom is the best, man. He, he He's involved with some next level uh, type shit. That's for sure. Um, okay, so let's get to it, man. So um, we're going to talk about tonight about how to get over 
a bad, bad breakup. Um, now, Kevin, you actually, you recently did a video. Is it on YouTube right now? Is it yeah, you guys did definitely. Relating to this topic, you got to head over to Savo Central and check out this video where I'm giving a young man from Patreon. He paid a Patreon price to ask for advice on how to get over a breakup. I believe he was separated from his wife, and it looks like they're going to split up. And it was a very prototypical situation saying that he's unmotivated, he's depressed, he hasn't been in the gym, he hasn't been working on his passions, he's been playing a lot of video games, and, and right. he doesn't know what to do. And I went in detail giving my advice at least which donovan seems to approve of i mean all you can do is give your advice and all you can do as the viewer is look at information and see if it works for you or see if it makes sense for you but you gotta try it that's one main thing i want to stress for the point of this conversation is whether it's exercise advice you're getting weightlifting advice uh dating coaching i mean whatever it is you, you have to absorb information and be willing to give it a chance if you're going to seek advice from somebody especially when you're going to go to the extent of paying a price for it whether it's donovan's members only price or whether it's my patron you know now you're spending money to get information so you want to make sure you put it in effect i think a lot of guys kind of just hear something and go well i'm i'm pretty certain that won't work for me and it's like well if you haven't tried it you have no clue i mean you really have no clue unless you've actually adhered to the advice that you asked for yes. so i want to make sure for the duration of this conversation if any of this advice sounds keen to you or it sounds like it fits your story or what you're going through that you know you really give it some thought um, not only that, I think uh, I'll go you one better on that. Um, my advice is to take action. Um, a lot of guys like to seek out advice, but they and they like hearing that good advice. They know they 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 know what they're being told is good advice, but what ends up happening is that they they rarely actually take action. Um, and listen, man, good advice is always difficult to follow because it is good advice, and the right thing to do is often synonymous with the hardest thing to do. So that's what these are. These are some of the elements that we're going to talk about. These are some of the elements that we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to open up the phone lines here in about 15 minutes. Um, if you guys need advice on how to get over a bad breakup, or if you have a situation that you're dealing with um, or anything to add to what we talk about uh, in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, getting over breakups, we'd love to hear from you. We're going to open up the phone lines here in about 15 minutes. So I'll go ahead and start things off here. Now, Obviously, we're all men, right? We've all we've all been through bad breakups with women we love at some point or another. Uh, some of us get the, you know, I think we should see other people from our women, which we all know means she's fucking someone behind your back. Some of us don't find out um, that she's moved on until you catch her in the act of cheating in some way, shape, or form. And some, like myself, uh, I've dealt with extremely messy, messy breakups uh, that set us back, I mean, both emotionally and in a lot of times financially. Now... The aftermath of a breakup is a very, very important time in a man's life. And a lot of times it can literally make or break him because he's in a very fragile, vulnerable state and susceptible to bad decisions that could end up costing him dearly in both the short and the long term. So now the question becomes, what is a man to do after a, a particularly messy breakup with a woman he actually grew to love? What can... What can we do to avoid not falling into another black hole of depression and developing habits like the guy playing video games and being unmotivated that will only further or worsen the pain? Um, well, I've actually got three. I've actually got maybe four. I've got three things um, that I want to that 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 I would advise. And so I'm going to give you I'm going to give you guys these one at a time, and then we'll get Kevin's take uh, on this. So the number one thing, the number one thing that you should do after after a bad split up is you cut off 
all contact with your ex-girlfriend and everyone she knows, okay? Out of sight, out of mind, guys. Block her number, block her, block her friends, block her family on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Any outlet you could possibly see or have been seen on and then deactivate all of those accounts for at least three months. Guys, I'm here to tell you, being on social media is the worst thing a man can do after a breakup. Seeing your ex with a new guy or being tagged in photos with her friends that show them having a blast without you, that's not good for your mental or psychological well-being, guys. It's not. Blocking her on all platforms, what this also does, is this removes the temptation to reach out to her in any way in an attempt to get back together with her or vice versa. A lot of girls try to get back with their exes soon after a breakup, and if they're successful, the second go-round is always a train wreck. Trust me. Like, I've gotten back with girls who have cheated on me. It's never the same, and the, and the relationship is always tainted for good. By completely removing, by, 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 how can I put this? By completely removing her from your life, you're not opening yourself up to further pain and suffering. Um, and further, when your ex finds out that she cannot get a hold of you, Eventually, she's going to give up trying, and she'll move on with her life, which is, to me, that's a good thing for all involved. So what do you think of what do you think of that advice, Kevin? Do you agree, disagree, anything to add to that? Well, there's a lot to touch on there. I agreed with what you first – I mean, I agree with all of it, but I was uh, mainly keen to what you had first said about how important that time period is. This is what I touched on also in the video where I was addressing the young man that wrote into me asking how to get over a breakup. And I, I talked right. about that time period after a breakup is so crucial in a yes. man's life because if you lead with emotion at that time and emotion only you you you're sort of only focused on the hurt and you're only focused on ill feelings and you're not prepared to accept that this is not a time for things to feel good. There's a right. time for things to feel good. There's a time for things to feel like a struggle, but the struggle is what makes the good times. Um, it's right. such a crucial period. And me personally, I maybe it's just me and maybe it's the fact that it, my last three, four breakups were initiated by me. That makes it a little easier because sure. there isn't the pride thing in the way where my pride wasn't hurt or I wasn't butthurt. But it was still really, really sad. I mean, anytime I've had to leave a girl that I really had feelings for, it, it was really sad. But I, me personally, always take that time after a breakup to really zero in, like razor sharp focus on the things that I neglected while I was with her because something's always going to take a hit. And this is what I was trying to explain to the, the young man in that video, which you guys check out the full thing. But something's always going to take a hit in a relationship. Now, you may be saying to yourself, uh, maybe I didn't, you know, leave a girl that was hell on wheels. Maybe we had a pretty good thing and she was a pretty decent girl. But rest assured, something suffered from your life in that relationship. Something became imbalanced because even if you two have a decent relationship, at the very least, you had to think for two for the duration right. of the time that you right. were together. Right. What would I do? What decisions I make in my life? How will that affect my partner? How will that make her feel if nothing else? If, and that's aside, you know, what are we going to eat? What are we going to watch? What are right. we going to do? So it, it's if you can look at it like you're on some sort of comeback mission, which is how I always feel. I feel like, you know, I was almost like a part of like a little family or I was almost attached. I was attached to somebody. I was I was living life side by side somebody. And now it's just me like a little lone wolf or something, you know, okay. be dramatic about it if it helps. But um, and now it's just time to zero in on all things me and enjoy the luxury of having that. So, I mean, I'll try to wrap this up by just saying that. It, it seems as if, if you can really, you know, treat it like a almost like a new opportunity, like, OK, you're a free man. 
You don't have to worry about her. You have nobody else taking up, you know, first of all, taking up space in your head in right. terms of like, oh, my God, is she cheating? Is, is Does she still love me? Does oh she like? God, yeah. So all that's gone. All your insecurities are gone. All the issues you had in your relationship are gone. And even if everything was great, now you have the temporary, I mean, temporary or maybe long term privilege of being 100 percent self-focused. Yes. Um, and 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 I'll just add on by saying that. Um, and then to take it a step further, if you really, really hunker down and really take that time to be 100 percent engrossed in self-improvement, you can there set you yourself go. up in the future for a situation where this never has to happen again. Because if you've really improved yourself as a man, next time a breakup comes about, that hit's not going to be as hard right. if you made your life about more than being with a girl. Mm. Because then at that point, you're only ever a byproduct of being in a relationship. Dude, 100%. The most important thing you said there was self-improvement. Now, every man should be constantly involved in self-improvement. But what you just said there is it is absolutely paramount. And I, honestly, I think it's tantamount to any man entering into a relationship. Listen, man, if Devin and I were to break up tomorrow, it's going to hurt. I love her very much, and we've been through a lot together, and we have what I feel like is a great relationship but if I decide she's not worth it anymore or she decides I'm not worth it anymore and we decide to go our separate ways, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it would not hurt. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I wouldn't be bummed about it. But by the same token, I am all about me. I am 1,000% self-focused. And so while a breakup with my long-term girlfriend would hurt, it would not hurt nearly as much as, say, uh, Stephanie or, or or Tatiana or Jennifer when I was literally all about them. This isn't to say, this isn't to say that, this isn't to say that if you are a self-made man and you're highly successful, highly functional, high value and so forth, this is not to say that that you'll be impervious to pain, to the pain of a breakup. But what I am saying is that the more self-focused you are, specifically on self-improvement, the more, the less susceptible you'll be to fall into a depression. I'd definitely be bummed if, if Devin and I were to go our separate ways, but I wouldn't be depressed because I know, I know and understand life goes on. That was another big point that I made. When there is a mission at hand, yes. the mission stops for nothing. Yes. I talked about during my, my last breakup in particular, I was the one that left, but I was crazy about this girl and I was heartbroken and we almost had a kid together. So oh, I wow. cried over her and I said in the video that I was still crying over this girl dealing with my feelings. Like I'm not Spock. I'm not mute emotionally. Like I have feelings, sure. but of course. I was literally sobbing over this girl going like, oh, this is so fucking awful. But. Oh God, I got to get back on that got script. Shit to do. Yeah. 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 Like I have like, so there was never a thought that I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to throw my life away. I'm going to no. throw my passion away no. when there is a mission at hand. The mission doesn't stop for anything. I mean, you know, when you're really productive and really high performance, a breakup doesn't kill your ambition. A death right. in the family doesn't right. kill your ambition. And just like you said, it doesn't mean that those things aren't sad and you don't need to take time to deal with those things and mourn. But the very beta lose your mind over a breakup thing to do is to literally throw away your life for a temporary period of time. Get rid of your friends, get rid of your passion, start slacking at work, start slacking in the gym yep. all these things over a girl and what people don't realize is this is a direct result of a lot of things not being in check so there's no short answer to how to get over a breakup what okay. you really want to do is set yourself up to be in a position in the future where you've made it easier on yourself by developing yourself as a man because 
a lot of this stems from not having a mission to begin with. Go. So when a guy writes into me and he says to me, he says, I'm unmotivated. I haven't been in the gym. I haven't been working. I've been playing video games because I'm depressed over a breakup. What that says to me is, well, you didn't have a mission to begin with. That's you right. didn't throw away your mission because your girl broke your heart. I don't think you had a mission to begin with. Once you acquire a mission, you're a little less likely to have a woman tamper with it. No, I agree. Uh, not only if you have if you have a mission, you're more likely to have a woman actually help you with it. Uh, the phone lines are open, guys. Five one six three eight seven one nine eight seven. That's a Long Island from, number. Say again. That's a Long Island number. Five one six. Oh, okay. All right. They just they just randomly gave it to me. It's just a generated number, I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, if you're, Long Island, Long Island. Um, da, 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 da. If you're calling from outside the U.S., 001-516-387-1987. The second thing that I will point out um, that I feel like is very, very – I need to quit saying that. The second thing um, that, um, that I will point out that is a very, very important part of getting over a breakup – is you got to spend more time with family and friends, okay? Now, guys, you got to understand, this step is it is extremely important because because it takes your mind off temporarily off of the breakup, and and your ex, even if just for a little while, okay? Yes, guys, listen, she's gonna creep into your mind periodically, and you will feel that pang in your stomach. But the more time you spend with people who care about you, the easier things will get. Now, this also this also has the benefit of sort of helping time to pass by seemingly quicker than normal. Okay, listen, nothing stops time like sitting in your apartment alone crying about the breakup for days on end. Okay, it's like the it's like the clock slows to a crawl only to further drive the knife into your soul. But listen, it's going to be tough, but going out with your buddies for a drink, maybe a pickup game or something, that will most assuredly speed time up. And you have to understand this. Time passes by more quickly when you're busy, and the quicker time passes by, the quicker you will get over your ex. So, Kev, what are your thoughts on staying busy, uh, you know, family, friends, hobbies, things of that nature? Well, staying busy for sure. I mean, uh, almost uh, nothing in my life revolves around women or a relationship. So, uh, you know, as as many Manosphere guys will say, it's nice to have a woman as an addition to everything else you have going on. When she's everything, if you take her out of the equation, that's where you become lost. Now, when you become lost, it's very important. I think this is the most important thing that guys get confused. When you become lost, you're in a very emotional state, therefore you lead with emotion. And then you, what you're really trying to do is almost meditate on feeling better. Yeah. And this is what a lot of people do yes. when they're really going through it. They almost try to meditate on a better mental state. Like I really hope I can feel better or I hope I can put the pieces together in my head, like relive the relationship, relive the things that I went wrong. Like try to mentally become at ease with this situation that I'm naturally not at ease with. No, you're distraught. You're lost. Okay. It's time for action, not for some sort of mental meditative idea of right. feeling better because action is the only thing that's going to resolve it. And I think a lot of people do that. A lot of people kind of just try to think through it and try to mentally set themselves at ease by getting a few things straight in their head. You need to work. And, and, and one of the things I said is, uh, no, even if you're not an entrepreneur, even if you don't work on videos like us, even if you don't have a passion project you work on, if overtime's available at the job, take it. Get a side job. Yes. Do what you can because when in doubt, when in doubt, do what's difficult 
and do what's right. Like you, you, everybody inherently knows what's right, especially as a man. Like every time you're slacking, you know what you should be doing. You don't need somebody, especially if you're a grown man, don't act like you need somebody to come along and tell you what you're slacking on. You know, (laughs) you, you, maybe you want somebody to reconfirm it to you, but you know what you're slacking on. So you know that hard work isn't, isn't going to be, is not a bad thing. So if nothing else, when you're lost, work first, think secondly, let, let your emotions follow the work, let your emotions play off of and respond to the work that you're doing, keeping yourself busy, keeping your body busy and keeping your mind busy. Um, which leads me to the third. I actually just thought about this one. Um, speaking of, you know, taking action, guys, I can't think of a better way to get over a bad breakup than to hit the gym, right? Like, listen, yeah. As far and I know, Kevin, I know you can probably attest to this. To me, lifting weights is probably one of the most underrated stress relievers out there, right? Like, you know, deadlifting 350 pounds, that has a unique way of sort of tempering the anguish and the pain that comes from a bad breakup, okay? Now, this, fortunately for me, this has actually been a go-to strategy for me, and it's never failed me. Anytime I have a breakup with a woman I actually give a shit about, yes, it sucks. It blows. Okay, from longtime girlfriends to short term flings, there's always a measure of sadness that comes from ending things with a female. Whenever I get that pang in my stomach, to me, lifting weights, push an iron, it always works wonders, man. Lifting, lifting heavy weights requires focus and concentration, none of which leaves any room to really be thinking about what or who your ex might be doing. Uh, what do you think of lifting weights as sort of a uh, sort of a way to get uh, to get over a bad breakup? Reminds me of myself the way I've always been. I was a teenager go. getting over breakups fucking, you know, I'd be I'd be like teary eyed walking into the gym just still knowing that that's what I got to do. Yep. You know, I, I'm not going to it's just it might sound pretty beta, but I'll admit the times that like I cried over girls and was heartbroken oh, because like we're, we're not we're not inhuman. No, but. You know, so I'm not necessarily making an argument for being uh, the most alpha or the most red pill. I'm just talking about a sideline argument of getting focused and getting focused requires a lot of work and a lot of mental, you know, uh, mental sharpness. You need to zero in on something um, and then you, you need to lead. You need to lead with action. I also wanted to touch on uh, before you said spend time with family and friends. This is another thing I wanted to bring up about the most simp beta thing you can do is throw away all your friends for a girl. Don't ever do this in the first place. You should hopefully you maintained your relationship with your brothers and with your friends throughout your relationship. So that when when that relationship shit the bed, you didn't go back to them like, Hey guys, sorry. You know, I know you've been here for me my whole life, but she gives me sex and affection. So I thought that trumped your (laughs) companionship. And yeah, man, you know, that's that's the worst thing you can do. You never, you gotta remember something. Your brothers, your best friends, your family, whoever is close for whoever's close to you, they've been there for you your whole life. They were there before this girl. It is the the most simp like thing you could do to throw away your family and friends for a girl. Dude, don't ever do it. Don't listen, ever do man, that. And it's it's <laughs> and we've all have we've all had friends who do this, right? Um, we have all had friends who. Ugh. Now, for men, this is a bad thing. For women, not so much, because single women keep women single, right? Um, girls complain all the time. Oh, you know, a girl, uh, she'll get with a guy and all of a sudden she'll just dump all her friends. That's because women know that her friends ain't shit, 
Women yeah, know that yeah. they're friends. Like, honestly, women that's know her that... exiting the party life out yeah, of respect for her. Right. Listen, all they do, just like you said, man, most women don't have any hobbies. Their hobbies is getting fucked up and getting fucked. That's it. Well, guess well what? if her friends were from the, the book club, she wouldn't have needed to get rid of them. But, you, you know, they, they, they more than likely weren't the friends she met at the library. It was the listen, friends she went out partying with. Listen, real talk, real talk. If Sorry. you're if a friend of yours uh, drops out of your life after she gets into a long term relationship or assumed a long-term relationship, then you have to tell your girls have to understand that you're not the kind of friend that she needs that is conducive to a good relationship. Because it's just like you said, when, when, when girl, when, when, when women drop, women don't drop friends, just like you said that, that they met at the book club, they don't drop their friends. They met in spin class. They don't drop the friends that they do yoga with. They don't drop friends that they drink wine with and, and critique movies over. They drop the friends who are hoes. Most women are hoes is why most women drop their friends when they get a boyfriend. But uh -huh. as a man, there's no need to do that. Because what you have to understand is your friends and your brothers, dude, they are, your friends and your brothers are going to be more loyal to you than your girl will ever be. And, dude, that's a fact. Listen, I'm sure Devin is very loyal to me, but I would trust my two brothers more than I trust. She's not even related to me by blood. What makes me think I can I can count on her for being loyal to anything? This isn't to this isn't to besmirch her, but you need to understand. You got to keep make sure you keep those relationships with the men you cherish the most. Because when and if things go south and you've isolated your friends, then you know. Now, men were not the type of guys who were like, ah, you know, you started dating Heather, you started blah blah blah, you forgot us, so fuck you. No, they'll probably rib you a little bit about it, but then welcome you back into the fold. Girls, it ain't the same way. So a girl drops all her friends, things don't go well with her boyfriend, those girls aren't trying to be friends with her again. Oh, no. So that's one. To me, that's a unique advantage that we as men have over women is that we don't need to drop our friends when we're in a relationship. And that's a good thing. It's literally the opposite for women. Yeah, no, it is. It absolutely is. That's a great point. All right. Uh, let's talk about things not to do. Um, so I think there's only really one thing. There's only one thing that I could advise you not to do after a bad breakup. Do not try to get back with your ex-girlfriend ever. Oh, no, except okay. what is. Dude, it's it got, listen, listen, listen. I've been through this way too many times. Dude, I've seen way too many posts and way too many threads with guy after guy asking, how do I get my girlfriend back? Uh, 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 how it's can probably I the number one question among dating coaches yes. and among what you guys do. How, probably how, the number one question you guys get, correct? Yes. How do I get my girlfriend back? The answer to, the answer to that question is you don't. Listen, man, few things in this life cause women to lose respect for a man faster than a man who comes crawling back to her. Espe dude, especially if she's the one who left him. Whether or not you're in a successful, whether or not you're you're successful in actually getting your girl back, it doesn't matter. Things are always much worse. There are, guys, listen, there are zero exceptions, guys. Not only have you shown her that you don't have other options, you've shown her that you have zero backbone and that you are not a man. Think about it, think about this, right? Just play the scenario out in your head. If you find out your girl is fucking some dude on the side, you kick her slutty ass to the curb, then call her back the next day to try to work it out, guys. She will punish you with the fury of a thousand sons, okay? If it's the other way around and she calls you to reconcile, which shouldn't happen in the first place because you blocked her number, she'll punish you just the same. She'll continue fucking the guy on the side while getting all of the benefits of a relationship with you. You see, because in her mind, she's not afraid of getting caught again because the first time she got caught, you took her back. I'm telling you right now, 
Getting back with your ex will only prolong your pain and do further damage to you in the long run. Even if your split was amicable, even if you guys parted as friends, doesn't matter. Women lose respect for men who come groveling back to them, and that's all there is to it. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, guys, I haven't had to deal with any of this shit since becoming self-focused. Good. And I think this is like something that AMS would say that like you could study a bunch of different strategies on how to deal with women, how to deal with your nature, how to deal with her nature and everything else involved. Or you really could just zero in on your own self-focus and your own work and your own productivity. And sometimes that really just takes care of everything. And then Rolo Tomasi made the point to me. I told him uh, I told him the same thing. I said, when I became fully engrossed in my work and became, started caring more about my work than any of the girls I was seeing, yep. they all started chasing me more. Yep. And my game with women went up, not because of any strategies I studied or, or because of any strategies that I applied with them personally, but just because I was too busy with my work to really give them any attention. And Rolo said, that's because your job becomes like the other woman who she enjoys being in competition with. Wow. I've never heard I've dude I've never heard him say that before. So yeah. that's the that's I want to say is the goal of of what we're talking about here. Okay. I I know it blows that we're not going to give you any direct advice like do this that and the third and you're cured, you're good to go. Doesn't what guys don't realize is you want to come to guys like Donovan Sharp and AMS and you want to come to these channels to hear the compartmentalized giant picture of what you're dealing with here. You have to understand what these things relate to. So you're suffering from a breakup that relates to so many different things, what you did before the relationship, how you entered the relationship, how you conducted yourself in the middle of the relationship, how it ended. What did you have going on in your life beforehand? What do you have going on now? There's so many different things that it relates to. And the answer is an overhaul of your life and, and a complete radical change that gears yourself more towards self-improvement. It's not a quick fix. I agree. And I'll say this. Getting over a bad getting over a breakup with a woman that begins before you even start the relationship with her. If you're if you don't have your shit together, just like Kevin said, if you're not self focused, it's gonna take a lot longer for you to get over that breakup. Um, you, you have to understand, you have to have your shit together first. Easier said than done, guys, but that's exactly the way it needs to be done. Um, all right, Kev, uh, listen, I'll give you the last word. I guess uh, I guess guys are not. I don't know. There must be somebody else on because uh, nobody's calling into the phone line. So I guess we'll go ahead and give this a wrap. Uh, what are your closing thoughts on this, man? Closing thoughts on this is simply like we like we like we've been talking about. It's when it comes to. Well, you know what? I guess I'll touch on this since we touched on all the other obvious ones. OK, um, I guess the final thing I can add to this is uh, my bit that I call emotional rehab. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. You, yes. Know, I, you seem to really dig this. Um, yeah, this I, I told Donovan this bit for anybody that didn't hear it in the last stream that uh, my father is five years clean off crack and heroin. And my dad helps mentor other people get clean in, in the NAAA oh, program. Oh, no, that I didn't know. I didn't know that he helped. Uh, oh, okay. Well, good for him. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So my dad was a drug counselor and he speaks in meetings often. And he explained to me that when you're when you're a recovering drug addict or a recovering alcoholic and you're thinking of going back out, as they call it, like you're thinking about going back out and using and giving up your sobriety time, um, that craving only tends to last, you know, that craving for whatever drug or, or booze or whatever it is that you're craving tends to only last for the duration of like 10 to 15 minutes. Don't quote me on that science exactly. But sure. so he said part of working the program is when you feel like this is it, I'm going to fuck up and go call my dealer call someone else in the program, not for 
and this relates to what you're talking about, about spend time with your friends and family. Yeah. My dad would say, if you think you're going to go back out and use, call somebody else in the program, not for the purpose of them telling you, hey, you're an idiot. Don't, you know, don't go out and use drugs. But just simply because now you're talking to somebody else, you're relating to another human being, you're hearing about their life, their family, their struggles. Now you've been mentally sidetracked away from that mental fascination, which is like, I just have to get my fix. And I relate this to getting over a breakup because this is actually something that I did when there was that one girl that I just could not shake. I was hooked on her yeah. for, for no other reason but absolute lust and fascination. It is like a drug. I mean, you are hooked you know, scientifically with the way your endorphins peak from making love to her, spending time with her, you sure. name it. You are hooked on it's that person. man. Yeah, so I actually remember being like, fuck, maybe I could just sleep with her one more time or maybe I could just see her one. Maybe I could just see her one more time. And I was the one trying to distance myself from her. She didn't she didn't want the relationship to end, but I was the one that left her and was like, I cannot go back. But I was fighting the urge not to go back. I would call I would literally call my dad like, listen, I know I'm not a drug addict. I'm like, but I feel like one. I'm basically about to use I'm about to use my drug of choice. <laughs> but the relapse, man. Use my drug. You know, so anytime I was thinking about it, things like that. So that's why it, it makes sense what you said about spend time with family and friends. Uh, mental diversion yes. away, a, a mental diversion through hanging with family and friends and then mental diversion as well um, in the respect of focusing on your goal and your passion and your purpose. So now you've got two major distractions. You've got your family, the people you're tight with, your brothers, whoever. And then you've got your work. Then you've got sleep. So there shouldn't be there too much time in between for you to be sitting around stressing over the girl. Um, but that's literally what it is like. That is heartbreak, as they say, is emotional pain and physical pain. Yes. They say it actually God. affects you physically in a yes. way. And I can't remember the science on that, but it's some pretty deep shit. I mean, what it is, though, I think just to have an understanding of it is it, it, at least the way I understand it is heartbreak is really just a severe withdrawal from the endorphin peaks of when you're with of when you're with that person. I mean, your endorphins just spike when you're really with somebody that you dig. So if you're really hooked on somebody and then they're just gone, you're really it's almost like taking kind of right being, off the drug, right? It's it's to me, it's it's like withdrawing. And um, when you look at it that way, then you kind of just like, all right, you know, it's like if you were getting clean off a of substance, you're like, how much it's only going to be in my system another three days. And then after that, I just have to keep myself mentally at bay. But after a while, once you get off of a drug, your body is no longer hooked on it. Your body is no longer craving. And now right. all you're left with is the mental fascination that you still mentally might be intrigued and you mentally still might want to fuck with that substance. And now you have to have the mental fortitude not to. But after a while, these things get easier. I mean, people will tell you, you know, you quit smoking the first year is tough. By year two, it's not as bad. By year three, you don't even think about cigarettes anymore. By year four, you, you don't like the smell of them. Yeah. Um, so just having trust that time is going to heal. Um, but understanding that you just need to like, like you got to sweat her out your system. Yeah, man. But also, yeah. also like in rehab, there's all these different things that go on in rehab. There's all these different activities. There's all these different group discussions. Right. Mental Another stuff. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all these things to mentally divert you. They know what's going on when you're in rehab. They, you know you're not there like, oh, great, I guess I'm never going to fuck with crack again. It's like, no, you're sitting <laughs> in there thinking like I would love some crack. Sure. Um, so they do everything they can to mentally divert you away from thinking about it. And then another thing is they don't let you keep – I'm quite certain in rehab they don't let you keep a cell phone because you might call somebody to get some fucking dope. Shit. I so I relate yeah, that to right. co contact with the girl. That's not part of your rehab. That's not part of your emotional rehab is to be talking to the person that's like your that was like your endorphin dealer. Wow.
Your endorphin dealer. Holy shit, man. Uh, yeah, you explained that better uh, than <laughs> you explained that uh, this time than you uh, than you did last time. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have Dev put the link to the video uh, that you talked about this um, a little more extensively uh, in the description. Um, Kevin and I are going to be doing we're going to be doing these uh, these live shows every Sunday at eight o'clock. Um, I'm actually in talks right now to uh, to maybe uh, uh, to rent a space uh, to set up another. I don't know. I guess we'll call it Studio C. Uh, and Kevin, Kevin and I might actually start doing these live, uh, like face to face, person to person. In person. Yeah. Uh, we, Getting I, the gang together. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm, t I'm, man. I'm telling you, man. Um, it would be great to maybe get another person out here as well. But uh, we'll see how it works out. We'll see how it works out. Uh, listen, Kevin. Uh, my thanks to you um, for uh, for making time for us tonight, man. Um, tell the people Thank where you, they brother. can find you. Sabo Central on YouTube. I yes. think does that come up? I punched that in on my. No, it doesn't come up. I punched that in in my uh, Streamyard name, Sabo. Central. Sabo is my last name. Sabo Central on YouTube. Go hit over there and subscribe. We're going to be doing a lot more Red Pill content over there. And then uh, the show is The Adventures of Save a Ho. If you type that in, the first two episodes are up and you can find us there. Uh, my rap music is The Fellas Channel. All these yes. links you can find on the Save a Central channel, like my associated channel links are, you know, the music page and then the movie page. Thought Mommies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought Mommies. Thought Mommies is shit. Uh, Kev, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. All right, man. Kevin Savo is in the house. He is uh, again. He is the uh, uh, writer and director of the uh, of the Adventures of Savaho. Also, uh, also Thought Mommies. Uh, you guys were able to. Uh, you guys were able to take a look at that. Uh, that was, uh, dude. I'm gonna tell you what, man. Uh, Thought Mommies is funny as hell. Thought Mommies was funny as hell, man. I had no idea that the guy who sang the last verse was his brother Rocky. I had no idea it was him until I was up there. I was like, wait a minute, you're the guy. You're the guy in Thought Mommies. He's like, yeah, man. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, thank you guys very much uh, for joining us tonight. Um, I'm going to get a little more work done that I'm going to hit the shower. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for tonight in terms of, uh, you know, hoops and heels. But uh, if you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube for exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2,200 exclusive posts, go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Links in description.